to talking. Tipsy. Oh, and that was supposed to be my hundred my parts yeah. are coming. <laughs> At this point, you would think you would have figured it out. Hello. Not yet. Not yet. Talking tipsy. Ow. We guys have a special. <laughs> Disgusting. As usual, when we guys, have a guest, we what have do we a do? Guest. What do we do? We jump right in. We don't even waste time. We do jump right in, but I just want to let people know that this is a like almost like a, a two-parter to the three-parter. Oh, yeah. Because this is like you have to listen to all the episodes to get the entire scope. Six episode series. Yes. We should be nominated for like a. Six. I know. Like, why don't we have a? Grade? It's six. Oh, who's that talking? Oh. It's me. Say hello. Hello, sir. Sir, it's me. Hello. <laughs> hello, it's, it's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, no, it's a dumb, not that fucking Lionel Richie. Oh, <laughs> you got it. It's the other hello, the other hello. Oh shit. But yeah, coordinate that's the next time. That's fine. It works. It tracks. They're, 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 yes. Everybody did it when they came out. But so, yes, so we yeah. have a special guest. Special guest. If you guys listened to last week's, then you heard the monogamy side mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. relationships. But this time, we're going to get into something that's a little unconventional, a little bit, you know, alternative. Yeah, different. different. And different, always, it's always great, you know? Oh, yeah, we live. It's not bad. And I think that... You're going to really enjoy this episode from Sir. Hi, Sir. Hey, Hello. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. Thank you for having Usually me. Usually we introduce, we connect, we talk yeah. about anything, but we just, we, we, we don't know this person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this guy. Individual. Or, I don't know, from <laughs> I'm anywhere. not even gendering them. I'm like, <laughs> Sir, that's what, I mean, it's, yeah, whatever. We don't know you. But I guess but we we're can, excited to get to know you. We can right? give some background as far as we've gone from monogamy to open relationships and sir is an individual who is in an open relationship yeah Yeah. and we're gonna learn a little bit about it because not a lot of people do understand it or they don't get like why would anyone do it Mm -hmm. so let's get a first-hand experience as to like why this is this person's choice so i well before we get into yours here let's 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 look at google googs googs uh says (laughs) an open relationship means having more than one romantic or sexual partner at a time it's an arrangement that both parties agree is non-exclusive or non-monogamous as one or both partners engage in romantic or sexual activities Mm. outside the relationship the arrangement agreement aspect is key so in other right. words, communication. Communication, right. So that's what Google says. But everyone is different. Right. So let's hear what does Sir, sir feel like. What what's your OR? I'm gonna reverse this OR on on it. What is that? Open relationship, OR. Oh, okay. I was like uh, operators Miranda. No, that's that's that's, that's oh that's something no. else. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you guys done? Are we yeah, done? We're ready. Are you we're done ready you to hear your side, sir. So there are a lot of classifications on what an open relationship is. You can be open, which is an ethical, non-monogamous relationship, or polyamorous, if you will. Mm. Then you've got your swingers, and then you've got, you know, essentially just strictly polyamory. Whereas swinging, what, when you guys hear swinging, what do you think of? I think of people... And I've experienced this uh, at oh. Miami Velvet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Of like husband and wives, they go to this, you know, venue in hopes to s- switch partners, whether it may be the woman, whether it may be the male, whether it may be both of them. And so that's what they're doing. They're swinging. They're switching. So it's it sounds like it's pretty just kept into physical terms. Right. There is right. generally no relationship established. Some people do decide on that. However, it's predominantly random. It's just switching. spicing things up. Yeah, it's just a physical experience. Whereas polyamory is both physical and emotional. Okay, so when you're open, you're either A, cheating, you're not communicating with your partner, or B, you and your partner have communicated and you both understand that this is what is happening. Mm. Okay. I like that. Okay. 
I see what I see what she means. No, uh, but it's it's also important to classify what it is, what's the situation. Again, communication. Because without the communication, then yes, it's automatic yes. cheating. Yes. You have to let the other partner know. When somebody doesn't know, you're lying. For sure. And you know, a lot of people will put these beautiful words into it and say, "Oh, I'm in a." Uh, I've heard in in my experiences, I'm in a non-ethical monogamous. Oh, meaning I'm a cheater. <gasps> that's what somebody is. This is like, how do you categorize yourself as Bitch, a non-ethical? No, that's, ni that's a nice way of saying I cheat. Oh. Yeah, and then you hear I'm an ethical non-monogamous, which is a person who is him and his partner, she and her partner, she and you know whoever she's with, he whoever he's with, they who they're together with, are not conform to one another right. and they understand that if like physical emotional boundaries are met by somebody else they're okay with it so i guess a good question to ask as we begin with this is how does one either come to this decision like where or discovery i feel yeah like, like yeah. when do you like realize like okay this my partner is i love my partner but my partner is not maybe giving me what I necessarily want or need. Therefore, I would like to find that with another person, but not necessarily eliminating the relationship in total. Like, how does someone like find find that out? So your question is why? Essentially, yeah. For for you. Yeah, specifically you specifically. I mean, you. I think for for most, the it can't be answered. Why are you straight? Why are you gay? Why are you bisexual? It's one of those questions it's like it's difficult to answer however as a human conquest we we search for it but i do believe that evolutionarily speaking one person does not will never meet all of your needs now do you feel that sometimes like sometimes people use the arg argument that like i love them because they're not this almost like really i love them despite this like they're flaws uh -huh, uh -huh. so do you feel that is it does it does love in open relationships correlate at all it has nothing to do with your love for someone it's just is it just mostly physical or can it be emotional too i think in an open relationship uh, it can be either I definitely think that it can be physical. You can be with somebody and, and have love for them. Have you ever heard that, that saying, I love you, but I'm not in love with you? Yeah, for sure. Right. There's a difference. Yes, absolutely. That's why they say it. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You know, you can love someone and, and want nothing but the best for them and understand that you could be the best thing for them, but they're not doing everything best for you. You want certain things that they just don't provide right so now when you say provide do you mean do i mean sexually do i mean emotionally both because mm -hmm. let's, let's look let's look at us as individuals we have sexual requirements right. we need to be satisfied physically we need to be met but emotionally we have these emotional tanks some of us need to it needs to be heard i i love you i care about you I care about your feelings. Are you doing okay? How are you doing? How can I help you? Can I make you better? Mm -hmm. I understand that. Then, like, how do you differentiate as well as versus something that someone's not providing to me versus, like, maybe the person I've decided on is the wrong choice? Like, how do you make that difference? You make your list of pros and cons, just like you do with any other decision in your life. You make a list of pros and cons. Okay, this person, I understand they do this for me, but they don't do that. Okay, this is one of the things they can't provide for me. But I value X, Y, and Z, and they don't provide Q. So you would seek that from somebody else? If it, if it is something that you require. Remember, necessity and desire are different. Did you always have this outlook in terms of like open relationships, like regarding, or, or even like, cause I feel like you grew up, a lot of us grew up in monogamy, like monogamy beliefs, like you find the happily person. ever after. Yeah, you find your soulmate, you get married to a soulmate, you have kids, you live happily after. You guys grew up with, in, in like a 
two-family home with a mother and father who were happily married, who were married. That's the only mother and father you had. They were together from before you were born. They had you. They, they're still together? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, cool. Cool. But, okay, but my or, question or, but is like you. the Disney fantasy, maybe. Maybe yeah, that's where that like, comes from. Disney led you to, to believe that. Yes. Okay, but when did, did you believe that? And did you ever just be like, well, this isn't right? I never believed that. I never grew up in that type of household. I didn't grow up in a toxic household. I grew up with a father. Mm. Maybe that's the difference. She had a daddy. I did. Yes, <laughs> I Don't expose <laughs> us. Neither of us have daddy. <laughs> um, right. We're going to take a break. This is really good. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's something. It's good and thick. But we'll be Robin right thick. back. <laughs> so, what did you call it? I said Robin Thick. Oh, it's just said Robin <laughs> Thick. <laughs> It's gonna sound even much weirder with your for yeah for our guests. I'm surprised like a horror like movie hasn't created that you are my sunshine into like a creepy sound. It, you know who's gonna do it? What's his name? Who's done? Keenan Peel. Mm-hmm. Peel. I love how What's he. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. The, the, he did. What's the last one? Um, Candyman, and then he used Destiny's Child. Um, say, my na- say my name. Yeah, and then he used the song I got five on it to make yes, it mad creepy. For the, for, I'm yes, like, for, that was the other one. No, that was um us. Us. I got five. I love that he does that. Mm-hmm. I have those saved. Those are like my gym jam. Yeah, he has like the most darkest humor, and I love it for him. I love it. But it's... I'm with that and knowing. <laughs> I got five. It's gonna sound so ominous with your deep voice. For, for oh, the... Let's go have on a sound. Ba-dum-dum. Oh, my God. Do-do-do. Oh, we're not talking about horror movies here. <laughs> We're talking about but the point, open relationships. Open. No, that uh, that was a group. That was not cool. No, that was that a was, group. Um, yeah. Something five. Uh, no, what's her name? We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll find it. Oh, that's gonna kill me now. But it, yeah, no, but it wasn't Coolio. Um, it's uh, Lun- Lunas. Lunas. There we go. Michael I knew. Yes, 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 it just came to me. Yes. Okay. Good. Never heard Lunas of and Michael Marshall. They didn't have a lot of jams. In the song verbatim. It, it was mostly Lunas. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of jams. Oh, but anyway, uh, shout out to Lunas, wherever Damn. they are. <laughs> but I know you guys must be like, who the fuck is this with this deep voice? We get sing I Got Five on <laughs> for, for the record. I'm a bodybuilder. We're, we're changing Sir's voice uh, for privacy reasons. Yeah, Sir. So... What's um? <laughs> that's that's not Sir's voice. That's, that's the that's that's the dog's chew toys. Yeah. That's our executive producers, Sam and he Lula. Has to make sure he's known in the, in every episode whatsoever. Uh huh. So we, we talked a little bit as far as I guess beginnings. Is that yeah, but we didn't finish the why. No, so yeah. like Why is it something that you prefer to practice? So, over time, you know. I, I'm not sure if you guys have lived in the same city forever that you grew up in. I have not. So growing up, I knew that I was attracted to anyone and everyone, you know, and it wasn't focused. I, I, I wasn't attracted to boys with curly hair or girls with bangs. You know, it was just I was attracted to people with a certain energy. And so it's both both women and men. Yes, I don't. Um, I don't have a preference. It, it, it's just, uh, I don't know if that's pansexual. I just, I, I like people who I like. And growing up, you know, traveling a lot, you, you quickly wean out bad people from good people. So it's hard not to be attracted to good people. Why wouldn't you want those good people in your life? And then, you know, growing and evolving and developing my sexuality, I realized, you know, oh, look at all these good people I surround myself with. Well, Let's fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> how, how can I show my appreciation? Pussy. 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 What's the currency I can provide? Not money, but. I was looking at that vine. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> 
No, I, I guess like when I became started becoming sexually active, which was like very end of high school, I, I would say late 17, early 18. Um, I just wasn't interested in, in, in that kind of stuff when I was younger, but I was interested in being around good people and, and not being around people that made me feel bad. I recognized that very early. I, fortunately, I was raised by a person who let me understand my worth. And I, I didn't, you know, I was a, it was a very rare case for me that I got to understand you know, being the opposite gender, I wasn't taught those tricky gender roles, you know? So I was, I was very open. I was very aware of what people wanted when they met you and their intentions. And I elaborated on that. I either accepted or denied. Mm. But what, what made you like, I guess, deter from the ideal uh, ideology of monogamy? Like, were you, were you raised on that in your household? Or like, did you believe in that at one point? And then you just shifted? I, I, okay, I, I was raised on good communication. Uh, my parent didn't tell me, hey, you can sleep with multiple partners, just talk about it. No, that, that was never a conversation in the household. But I was aware that lying wasn't good. So, and I was aware that, you know, when you're with somebody, you're with somebody. So when I was of age, I was, I understood what I was doing. So, and I was never interested in people that I was in the same city as I was dating. So fortunately we had a lot of people, I, I knew a lot of people from different cities. So I would travel a lot, even at a very young age, after my parents settled down in a certain area, I would still travel back and forth. My parents are very liberal and they're like, all right, you know, I, I get it, you're 16, you're 17, and you have friends in other states, like we'll fly you there. So, oh. my mom would never. <laughs> She's like, bitch, you stay home. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your mom will beat your ass, who? You going where? With who? With what? I mean, I mean, sometimes like there, there would be some trouble where my parents weren't aware of, but yeah. I would, you know, like obviously you're, you're a growing teen, you're gonna fib a bit, yeah. But I was raised on not lying, so I didn't enjoy lying to my parent. He never lied to me, so I didn't want to lie to him. So then, when you feel like this whole lying thing, then essentially when you were in a relationship, you were I like. Never lied. You were just like, mm, I'm not really feeling this to the max. But like, what made you think like, A, I don't need to be in this, this relationship anymore, or B, like, I can still be in this relationship, but still be with someone okay, else. So like, what, when was that like clarification came to you? Like, this works better for me. What initiated that was there was a person that I had met who lived in a different state, and we clearly had, a, had chemistry. And I communicated, I'm like, I have feelings for you. You obviously are into me let's be together when we're together and when we're apart we we were going to do it or what we want if we question each other we will ask each other but the communication comes when the deceit comes when we start to when we notice ourselves lying or not saying things specifically to that person that's when we need to like be, like be truthful so when him him and i in this in this situation it was very, it was, a, it was a very tangled web we had um, because I let him be open, but when I had come to visit him, he had met some girl who he wasn't interested in for. She was absolutely gorgeous. And then I, he's like, oh, I met this girl. She was like, uh, she had some weird breakup with her boyfriend and we have a spare room on our beach. Let her stay with us, him and his other guy housemate. And so we did, and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I met her and I was immediately attracted to her. She's beautiful, beautiful. So I ended up like sleeping with her. And this is also my boyfriend. So I was just like, I was the glue in that thruple. I liked her a lot and I wanted her to be my girlfriend and I liked him a lot and I wanted him to be my boyfriend. So I was very open. I said, you know, I, I love her and I, and I love you. So I, I lived in another state. 
So I, I can't really constrain him. I can't really constrain him to, you know, you can only have sex with me. Like, that's not really fair for me to expect these boundaries when I am openly saying, like, I will not move to your area, but I'm expecting you to be... Monogamous. With me. That's not fair to risk, to expect of someone. Regardless if I wanted to be monogamous or not, like, I understand as a person, like, that's not fair to expect something from someone. And, and like, aside from that, I didn't want to restrain myself either. I have physical needs that need to be met. Mm. So that's so that's kind of where it started, specifically yes. the part about the distance, the long distance. It was the long distance because I had recognized that I cared about this person and wanted to keep him in my life. So what do you do to keep someone in your life? You you bend the rules. Yeah, mm. you're the really straight almost. You're like, because you know it's like if you if you if you tighten it too much, the more likely they're gonna push away. So yeah. you give them the freedom, and then you still have them within reach. Mm. That makes sense. And, and, and it worked out that way for some time. For a little bit of time, it did work out to my benefit. And I was very happy when I, I flew down like every other month, every, you know, and, and it was great. We, I came down and I had my girlfriend and my boyfriend there. So I was super happy. Damn, she had a dick and a penis at the same time. A dick and a penis? Oh, that's the same thing. <laughs> I wish this was the video so everybody could have seen me look at you like... <laughs> A, di- a dick, a, a dick, and a penis. I've had ways to be truly with a hell of a lot of vodka and stuff. Right, my drink plus a toy boy. Anyway, yes. A dick and a, 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 dick and a penis. <laughs> this is where it, this is where it began. This is where it opened up, and that was years ago. And you know, that's kind of what taught me like the pros and cons. It, I learned from that. It was a learning experience what to do, what not to do, how other people's emotions are involved in this. Because, I'm, you know, let's do it. I was, I was doing it for a selfish reason. Well, did, were you doing it predominantly for... Me. Lustful reasons or emotional reasons? Both. I mean, mind you, I was a teenager, like, fulfilling the needs that need to be met at that time. Okay. As I, you know, as I get older those needs progress and evolve. evolve, yeah. So at the time, they were what they were, and those two people met those needs. Yeah, mm. I see what you mean. I get it now. Before, I was like, no, like, monogamy, like, mine only, me, mine, that's it. Yeah. Me, mine, that's it. <laughs> pee on you, that's you, mine. <laughs> Not pee. <laughs> <laughs> Marking. No, like you know, you have like that cave woman aspect. It's like no, this mine. Snoo snoo. Um, until like I for myself started like thinking more about open relationships, and I was like, well, I just think in today's society specifically, if a person like Beyonce is not immune to being cheated on, yes. Then who the fuck am I? I you know? I, Isn't there like a rule of thumb that says for every beautiful girl you meet or beautiful man you meet, there is somebody that is sick of their shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, and, and it's and that's true. And it's funny you mentioned Beyonce because I remember like in a previous relationship where I was cheated on. It's like, listen, if Beyonce can get cheated on, if the president and the first lady can and he can have his dick suck and cheat on the first lady, you know, I'm talking about Bill Clinton as if Bill. it's a secret. <laughs> uh, you know, Bill. Oh, Bill. But like, you know, like if these people that you are like, they're, you know, whatever, maybe attractive, money, Drake powerful. Had, Drake had sex with a stripper for the first time without a condom. Yes. And, you know, he made a song about her. The, he the, goes um, with the, uh, lips like Spanish ass. Oh, no, French uh, lips like French ass like Spanish. Is this, this is and the, that's her. We, we actually didn't talk about that. This is the one that the stripper also revealed her story of what happened. What was basically she, he asked. No, this is not the same stripper. Maybe not. It's the stripper that he, he took home one night and then she he told her to eat his ass and then he came all over her weave. Is this the same no, stripper? No, he oh, this is another this no. Oh no, this is the one he they had the the half white baby with yes, the weird the yes. weird looking baby. Um, yes. the baby is adorable. He's weird but adorable. Yeah, he's baby. different, but he is, just keep continuing looking at pictures. Boy is freaking scrumptious. 
Yeah. It is what it is. But I'm just saying, yeah, there's no, like, if you don't communicate and, and you don't make your expectations known, you're opening the door to get walked on. I think the, just the old school beliefs of like, even down to like owning a house, having kids. And hence why the voice is modified. <laughs> because of society. But no, no it's societal very true. How much of it is impacted by, like you were asking us specifically, like, did you guys believe this? Because you grew up in that type of home. Yeah, uh, your, was it your history? Was and that, that's what blows my mind is you didn't grow up with it yet you still recognize right it. because it's fed into you from everywhere else from disney to religion yeah, to, to societal you, norms it kind of tells you like what it's almost like a formula for success like you're not successful so, so this goes into my my societal views i'm glad she's pointing at her yeah notes. she's pointing at, at the at sir's notes there's a square around it so society view question mark what is society's view on this and let's look at it versus gender society what happens when society sees a man having multiple partners mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what yeah, do you what praised. do you guys think what, they're praised aren't they they're praised so, they're players they're praised yeah they're yeah pussy magnets whatever so what happens when it, a woman has multiple partners she's a whore slut <laughs> Is she a slot or a slut? Slut, slut, sorry. <laughs> we all like the slots. That, that was a little bit of a slur, slot. All right, get it together. <laughs> Tighten up that tongue. I'm thinking of sluts, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> so with this society of use, the fact that we see men as players and then women as these schlots, Schlots. Schlots. Not adding a sh-sh-sh-sh-sh. She's adding a Women are oppressed and throughout history, they're kept in the house because they have no money, the men were the ones dependent on breadwinning. So, and women, when women did this, they were more harshly punished than men. So they kind of had to deal with these men's philanderings, didn't they? Yes, they had no choice because they had no financial means to do anything else. They had no property. They, their family would disown them if they left their husband. It doesn't matter if he was beating them, cheating on them, doing whatever. Nope, you had to stay with them. You had to stay with them. Exactly. So that's why it's always been more acceptable for the man to... And his fuck and his philanderers. So his oats. Mm-hmm. And then, and then a woman is, is disgraced for this. But now we come to this 21st century and we see like, oh, people are evolving. It is no he and she, it is they and it and them, right? So now like the, these barriers being broken down, which is pretty interesting. Very interesting, because you have like, isn't it pansexual, like nor female or man, it's based on person like, who they're attracted to. I'm not like, I love men and women. The same. Who's so Which is too. touching on one of our fourth episodes. Uh, Mega Mare, that's pretty much yes. how it works because yes. one it's of not them that Megan's as... lesbian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. that she's just attracted to Mare, her, the girl, as a person. I know a person who's the same way, dated men their whole life and then was engaged to a woman. And when I, when I talked to this, is she, she, she identifies as female. She's like, I'm not gay. I. I just, she's different for me. Yeah, it's true because mm. she was like, they, she explained that like, she's not, she wouldn't go fuck other women. No, it's, it's just like, this no, not one. Gay. It's like, I just fuck with this bitch. Which, which is, that is, is super interesting to me too. So what I want. But, well, before you go into your next one, actually, let's take a break. Let's, because uh, we're, we're, we're nearing that point. So let's take a break, actually. Let's come back because. This is, yeah, again, we're really getting in depth with this. So we'll be right back. And after. we're out. And, oh, and we're out. Ah. And we're talking about open relationships. Oh, is that what we're talking about? So I open. Think so. Oh, I thought we were just gonna jerk each other off. Okay. Um, I thought it was a circle jerk, but I guess that falls into the idea of open relationships. Yeah, you gotta jerk everyone in the circle. If you're not in the committed relationship, then what are you in? Well, then 
then you don't have the uh, the the right to do it. You have to communicate. Communicate. Um, but so obviously, open relationship. We're here with our very special guest, sir, uh, and we're and who is in an open relationship. Um, but yeah. but Steph, how do you feel like monogamy? I say to you, monogamy. What's, I say to you, to monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I feel like I was a pastor at a Baptist church. The dog, the dog has and the devil has fled. <laughs> you might say monogamy to me. No, um, okay. On all serious notes, obviously monogamy to me is the obvious. You have to fuck that one person. You with that one person, and that's it. You can't explore, which sounds really boring to me. Like it doesn't. I mean, yes, you can be with someone emotionally, like with one person, but I don't agree with being someone physically with that one person all the time. So for me, monogamy is like, it can mean two things. It can mean emotional monogamy or it can mean physical monogamy. It can be broken down, I think. What about you? Okay. I mean, I don't see it that way, but okay. Okay, so... Like monogamy for me is just like, are you someone who is, wants to be in a relationship with someone? And then in which case you're monogamous. Or if you don't, then you're not monogamous. Yeah, mono means one. Mono just means one. It doesn't mean I, one physical and one emotional. Right, it, it doesn't it mean physical and emotional. To, I mean, no, no, no. We, you can make it mean whatever the fuck yeah. you want it to mean. Because it's 2021 and nothing matters. Time doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that monogamy we are everywhere and is nowhere. definitely... Like, like, definition. There's a clear definition. Okay, but there's a clear di- difference even with cheating. Like... Cheating physically and cheating emotionally is was, a total what, what different What was the spectrum. phrase you used that people use to fake their cheating to make it sound good? I'm in a non-ethical monogamous relationship. Right. <laughs> like, no, go fuck yourself. You're cheating. Right. But I'm just saying, like, there, but there's still two versions of it because, like, I... Technically, there's three. There's your version, there's my version, there's the truth. Because maybe you feel like, I mean, I, I made myself clear and I'm like, no, bitch, you didn't. And then next thing you know, it's like, the truth is... Can you get your dog to stop breathing like that? He's non-monogamous with breathing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He has his own He's in a non-ethical monogamous (laughs) relationship. With air? (laughs) And his trachea? Like, that diet is not communicating well. But for me, I will... I I do think that monogamy... I agree. I, I... I love this conversation because I feel like everyone is different. Everyone has different needs. I wish more people were communicative and open about what their needs are. Because I think there's a lot of people that want slash need to be an open relationship. And they're afraid of their needs. And they're afraid of their needs. Because they don't want to lose what they have. Or or, or what they lose what they have for society. Or they're insecure. There's so many fucking things. Well, yeah, insecurities are your fears. Yeah. I, yeah, I think there's so many different reasons. So let's talk about that. Your monogamous versus non-monogamous relationships. In my opinion, and what I have seen is that those of you who are in monogamous relationships, monogamous relationships. That that you was very, uh, t- that, that tone was very pointed. That was a you. That you. Capital Y. Um, you're excessively dependent on that one person for everything because that's a mono that's a one thing so you are excessively dependent on them for their love their physical desire your physical desires to be met by them your emotional desires to be met by them your attention desires to be met by them your household desires to be met by them so you're putting a lot of like you're depending a lot on that one person do you think that's fair? Absolutely not. No, that's why in sometimes in relationships, most of what you want should be derived from yourself. So I know, I know this may seem like a, 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 a farce, but people who hire nannies, why do they do that? Mm. I mean, I'm gonna say because they feel they need help. Okay. Or I don't want to fucking deal with my kids. That would be my. <laughs> Fuck my kids. All right, all right. Get rid of the nanny. Okay, so the nanny's not helping. The nanny is because I don't want my own order. I don't. Well, I think you could say it for all. Like a maid, I don't want to deal with cleaning. The the nanny, I don't want to deal with the kids. I mean, I I guess it perspective. As a person, that that's your chore to take care of, whether it's the kids or the clothes or the household cleaning. 
whether you're hiring a nanny or a maid, you're going to, you're, you're outsourcing, right? Because those needs aren't being met by the parties involved, right? And that's okay, right? So you feel like an open relationship is essentially outsourcing for things in order for it to be satisfied? So does that also mean, though, that there is a step in between the point where communication to these are my needs and then seeing if the other person can meet those needs before jumping? Oh, most definitely. Just as you would. Hey, honey, I can't clean this entire house. What's happening over here? Oh. <laughs> Very. Hey, honey, I can't clean our house well enough for my standards, and you don't want to do it. What should we do about this? These My standards are not being met. What should we do? Mm. We both agree to outsource. Okay, great, thanks. That's what I wanted to do. In a, in a, in a, in a, in a relationship, if it's, let's... For to, uh, and and that's, I guess, where compromise also comes in, too, because it's like, you both have to, at some point, agree. So that's the idea, I think, that you have to have that conversation, and then both of you have to come to some sort of compromise. Absolutely. It's a conversation, and I think a lot of people are afraid to have it. And that's the difference between these monogamous and non-monogamous. Whereas we have these monogamous, like we decided, or we didn't decide, but we talked about that are excessively dependent. But let's talk about these non-monogamous who are communicating with their partner, who are creating that courage and that energy to have that conversation, right? What does that create? More independence. They choose to do things. They're not forced to. Whereas these monogamous, oh, my partner doesn't fulfill this, so I'm forced to go outsource and cheat on them. Hmm. And those monogamous, if they don't do that, if they're not forced to go out and cheat, they're forced to subside their desires, their natural desires that they want. Oh, I want to fuck you in tights while I pour wax on your knee. I don't know. Weird things. Come in your eye. So, so, Who told you? I want to. <laughs> I want to brush your hair while you come. I don't know. Something weird. Let's. Just, we're, yeah, we're all. I'm, I'm referring to kings, which I shouldn't be, but but that's just I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like if you can't fulfill something that your partner truly desires or truly wants, you need to be flexible. You're forcing the hand. What you would allow. Like, okay, like, if this is what you want. Like, I don't want to hold you back. Like, but I love happiness. you. That's where the compromise comes yeah. in. Right? Yes. So it, I feel like in a, in, in, when a person decides to be monogamous and just decides to, oh, you know what? I don't want to bring these things up, these desires that I have up. Well, then you're subsiding. What? What builds in you as a human when you subside things, when you decide not to bring them up to the surface? Mm, resentment. Mm. Lots of these, these, negative, these negative things. Whereas if you're in a non-monogamous relationship, non-monogamous, meaning you mutually agreed upon it, you're more independent, both of you. You choose to do something collectively instead of being forced to do something. Which, what does that lead to? It leads to you being a more aware, developed person. You're enriched. You have sometimes, in, in, the, in the best case scenario, well, first let's talk about worst case scenario. You fall in love with the plus one. You fall in love with that person. But you know what? You need to understand as going into a non-monogamous, that's a possibility. Yeah. Mm. It's for sure you have to like assess the risk before you do anything. But but the thing is, if you love somebody enough, what is what's that whole song? You, if I love you enough, I'm a, no, I'm making this up. I'm like, like what like song? Love, if you if I love you, I can let you go. Let you go, and if love, they come back, then it's real, back, yeah. right? It's a Gaga song, but is it? No, that's that quote outdates Gaga. <laughs> you as an admin gay. I don't think so. I, no, I was I was gonna say as a gay and as a as a as a co-producer on the Lady Gaga song Alejandro. Uh, <laughs> I can Pretty sure she made it up. Pretty sure she made it up. But I'm saying as a person, you're enriched. You develop, you evolve emotionally much more significantly. You have a deep, and, and those who are successful, you have a deeper intimacy with the person who allows this. 
because you recognize this person loves me more because they want to make me the most happy. But it's even that, it's like more like loving unconditionally. Uh, exactly, no, no, for sure, it's unconditional. They love you, you desire them more and you are fully satisfied. And you understand, hey, you know what? The only reason I'm this satisfied, and you give credit where credit's due. But let me ask you a question. What about if the partner is not so much thrilled about the idea, but is more doing it for the love of you? That, that doesn't work out. Is that, where, that, is that where the line is drawn? Like, in my opinion, that I'm doesn't doing work. It because, I'm allowing it because I love you, and I want you to be happy, and I don't want to lose you. Don't get sick But I'm not necessarily thrilled by that idea. I don't think it's sustainable for that partner, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that sometimes, like, that's why you're you don't not have on your the personalized same. rules because some people want to be involved with, like, oh, yeah, tell me about it, you know? And some people don't want to hear anything about it at all. Mm -hmm. like, they want to just completely ignore it's even happening. You're not on the same, like, level, mental level. But, but there are people who are on the same mental level who don't want to hear about it. As long as they trust you enough to be communicating with them well enough, which, which you, should, you should be doing. 100%. When they ask you, tell. But if they don't ask you, you, you don't need to say anything. Or if they communicate that they don't like something, they respect it. Exactly. You don't lie. And when you lie, that's when you you need to recognize, you need to like self-reflect. Yeah, as soon as you lie, then you realize we need to reassess. You know what? So... I think that also brings up a, a, a huge question as far as when you talk about monogamy versus non-monogamy and are you having a discussion about sex or are you having a discussion about sex, love, passion, and other things? So like when you went into the, the concept, I guess, of, of a non-monogamous relation, an open relationship, was it because you were looking for something else sexually or was it not only just sex but it was also something emotionally uh I, I, you know something beyond yeah, just the beyond physical what you were getting i think when i was younger it was definitely i was still like developing my identity sexually so i was still like trying to configure everything so i think i i went the easy route and just said physical uh, and i i think i communicated this to him hey um I don't expect you to be monogamous when I'm here and you're there. So I am opening the table. I'm okay with you doing this. I want you to know that. So please do not let me be the reason for you to be holding back because I do not want any aggression or any like ill will or negative energy harbored toward me because I'm not there. Right. And then as, it, as I developed, I realized, okay, I'm not just attracted to men. I'm, a, I'm fully attracted to women. I've dated women. And I can't fully commit to one sex for the rest of my life. So over time, like, it wasn't that physical need that needed to be met. It was the emotional um, support that I got from both sexes that I required that one sex couldn't. So let's talk a little bit about your current situation because you are in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. And so with that, what is it you're now, like what is the point of you now seeking this open relationship? Like more of like the partner that you do have. What, what are you looking for beyond what you had with this one partner that you went out for? So it wasn't expected. It was definitely like in this scenario, in my current scenario, I was definitely sought after. I wasn't going out for. She was drowned. I was drowned. That was the way he was selling her. <laughs> she was what? She drowned. was being drowned. It was his. It was the sandbox in a scenario. No, I, I definitely wasn't um, looking for it, but. It, it happened and I was sought after. And then after, you know, chemistry is chemistry, which is um, undeniable. You, you can't change facts. And the fact that, you know, two bodies work a certain way, it just happens. Whether, and then that leads to both physical and emotional. So in my current relationship, I'm, I'm so satisfied in, in both aspects, in, in, in both relationships. So, I have my partner and my lover. My partner I've been with for for such a long time, over a decade, and my lover I've also been with for quite some time. And my lover provides something that my partner does not. 
my my partner provides security, longevity, um, and just things that I really value. And my lover provides much as much security as I as I do require also, but he provides things that I desire. He provides. So one does what you need and the other one does what you want. No, no, no. One doesn't do what I want. Um, no, like not that he's doing what you want, but like what you want out of maybe a relationship. What I, what I, I, I guess like uh, what I need more of. Whereas, you know, you don't get the same relationship from your partner that you do your girlfriends. Yeah. So, or in, in vice versa, uh-huh. if you you don't get something, if you're a man and, and your partner that you do from your, your friendship relationships, you know, we all have and sustain these different relationships because they fulfill different needs. Yeah. So I have different, like my love tank isn't one fuel type. I have several fuel types that need to be met. And this, you know, this lover just without explaining met those needs and do you ever feel exhausted though by like by being all the time all the time so is it more beneficial yes emotionally i feel like i'm more aware of myself and what i require as a person but come down to it could you ever eliminate Mm. go back to just monogamy well, like in the sense, say I don't want to ever. Say, I mean, like if she had to, I'll she never. could still like, like for example, for me, like I could do an open relationship, but mine's more physical. So, but so emotionally, I remain monogamous, but physically, I can mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. open. You know what I mean? So, in that sense, but could you always eliminate? Like, well, that, I would always eliminate a physical because that's versus that's, emotional. If I'm not mistaken, that's the definition of polyamorous. Polyamorous specifically is you love multiple versus you love multiple, right? right. So, like, you have multiple wives or girlfriends. Well, I don't know about whatever uh, whatever love what is, but the point is that polyamorous you can love more than one. But love in the emotion or love in emotion, the act? Emotion, emotion, right? <laughs> Did you say in the ass? In the act. <laughs> In the act of love, like love making. No, yeah, no, just like love. Polyamorous specifically means more I think that's multiple love, love. Like emotional. Right, emotional. Yeah. My partner will not be out of my life. My lover, I don't ever see being out of my life either. Mm-hmm. Okay. If if at any point say your partner was like or lover. not down for it. No. Or they wanted to be like, no, this is it. What how could you what would what would your plan of i don't know repair be or i think that it would end they they entered this they they do they i guess my question is do they equal or is there always someone that's higher than the other Mm, yes i'm i'm curious about that let me think about that we'll we'll take a break (laughs) yeah and then we'll come back to that's a good question to end on we'll be right back <laughs> I was like, and you're like, Ew. <laughs> we're back because we have the mystery question of <gasps> are do they, they equal? equal? Do they? So yeah, so we were talking with Sir, and we were specifically talking about their their two partners, mm-hmm. uh, their their lover and their. Well, how did you describe my it? My partner, my lover. Partner and lover. Partner and lover. So I think the first part of the question was, do they equal? Right. Like, is there a hierarchy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a more... And again, this is your experience. Definitely a, a partner who, you know, you live with, who, who's your, your, your priority, who you live with, who you do your day-to-days with. And then you make time for your lover. So mm. your partner is your priority, essentially, and your lover is um, not the it's, back it, end. It's your second like, priority, oh. yes. I'll I'll be with you when I okay. But how, what when do you have time for yourself? Mm. 
So are you your own priority? Yeah. I'm always. Sometimes I feel like, damn. I'm always. Period. <laughs> always. Oh. Her. No, but like, sometimes you can like, okay. I do exhaust First of all, myself. I can't anyone in an open relationship that's done emotionally because I feel like for myself, like, I truly cannot... Like, me get, being considerate of another human being is a lot in itself. Mm. So, the fact that I have to do that for multiple beings, yes, so my two partners, it is. I it can is. just imagine. It's and I commend if that is. But I do hope, I mean, the effort that you put in, you get back tenfold, you know? Like, to make it worth it. Because, honestly, being considerate of one person and being considerate of another person at the same time, mm. that's a lot. But I think, but I think also, sort of, since we're wrapping it up before the end, sort of the the part B of that question was more so about the plan B. What would happen if one, the the partner or the lover, whatever the case was, were like, I'm no longer willing to continue. Because I guess there's always like this whole psychological thing that at one point one feels more than the other. You know what I mean? Like Mm. either stronger or less. So like. Maybe your partner's okay with it, but now your lover, your lover will well, want to like keep it on like you're, monogamous. You're you know? understand, like, so like, the, what are the like? You, you know, don't your your lover will not enter the relationship on a monogamous concept. They already know they're the side. Yeah, and, and I think even that has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you need to make sure you re- meet the right partner. I was fortunate enough to. Again, this person knew my circumstances before and continued to seek me out. And as we got to know each other, they realized, like, we didn't want the same thing. They didn't want the things that I did. They don't want, like, long-term goals. They know they would never be able to provide that. But they recognize how they feel for me and in their desire for me and their love for me and, and my it's reciprocated fully it may not even more so but you can't force something on somebody mm. but if you ever had to let one go that's their choices those aren't my choices. You don't want to let either go. It's their. I choice. would never. It's it's them putting you in that situation. It's them putting themselves in that situation. They came into this situation understanding what it was because I communicate fully and openly, and we're all aware of the situation. So, so all parties are aware of each other, or do you, like how? What are your rules specifically? As in. As in, like for example, every OR has their own set of rules. Yes. So what? What are your set of rules? My set of rules are to, like I said from the beginning. Like, is he, for example, is your partner allowed to seek their own? Absolutely. Okay. It, and encouraged. Do you want to know about it? Like, like for example, not. there's a lot of people that, like, are okay with it. They want to be intertwined. They, like, some people even talk about their own, oh, like, their own open relationships with each other. Like, oh, yeah, this mm. Billy did but, this. But, you know? again, I think, like, what the sir is trying to make the point of it. Every relationship is different. So, so can you share your own rules of like yes, how you there was a, in there terms was a, of like an open relationship? So our understanding is that I have certain needs that my partner is not going to meet every one of. And he, he had made a remark that was just so beautiful that really encompasses this. He said, I will never stop you from getting something that makes you happy that I cannot provide. Obviously, in in a matter that's healthy. So our rules are that it's not unfaithful. And as long as we're communicating with each other what's going on, what our expectations are, if we're not like lying about our our continued intentions with one another, um, we're okay. And that's what it is. We don't lie about the experiences that we're doing. If he ever asks, I divulge information, but I'm not going to, you know, give explicit details on dates or outings, etc., to either party. Because, like, I I want to avoid. Yeah, I also understand that you know jealousy is natural, and I avoid that at all costs. I'm a, which is so unfortunate for me. I'm a jealous being as well. Mm. Mm. I heard about mm-hmm. this. I heard about this jealous being. 
So I think that that'll be our perfect topic then for the tipsy quickie quickie. for next week. Um, I think we're going to close it up there with Sir. Uh, we thank we thank sir they I, I don't want to even want to gender them <laughs> like they sir for coming on the show I think everyone's like interested in sort of how this works because yeah it's... and I think that if you have your own experience on OR or open relationships I I, I laugh every time you say <laughs> OR because I think operating room same 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 <laughs> so I want to like shorten it OR OR your your experiences are not universal. <laughs> Listen, if you have your own experience and you want to share how yours operate, let us know. Some people have had open relationships and they have had traumatic experiences mm-hmm. in which I've expressed, like, maybe when you decide to do this, you need to fully communicate us, like, what the expectations are, what is the outcome, like, what is the exit plan. What's your end game? Yeah, no, communication is key, as it is in any type of relationship. And if you have a crack in that relationship, that creating an open relationship concept will show that crack real fast. And increase it. And, like, make it bigger or whatever. So I think people need to... Listen. It's not just a sexy thing. No. These ALCs, these alternative life, like, ALSs. Situation or convention. I'm thinking of that. ALS is a disease. (laughs) (laughs) These alternative lifestyles that people decide to choose, um, they're not as sexy as you think. Like, yes, this is something, you know, I'm not going to shame people right now, but... If you're not like mentally prepared for it, don't get involved. Like you gotta be educated. Yeah, and you gotta don't educate do yourself. it either if it just makes your partner happy. Like if you don't yeah. truly believe in it, don't. then don't indulge in it. Then that's not it. the partner for yeah, you. That's not the partner for. I think that's that. I never asked you that before. I was like, how do you know the difference between like whether you need to replace your soulmate or like reassess? You you asked me earlier. You said if if I had if somebody who has a hierarchy or you asked the hierarchy and you had made a comment like what if your partner decided he's no longer interested well then my partner has decided that he's no longer the partner for me right because that's what you you feel you would thrive on what you need what you need and if you can't have that then essentially that means that your partner no longer abides by the contract my expectations but guess what my lover doesn't change he is still my lover he is still my lover for a reason he wasn't my lover because he was second best he was my lover because he is my lover because he there are certain things that we don't agree in in life and he could never never fulfill those specific needs and that's the important thing he's not second best to anything he is filling the role that both him and i need filled Different. So not less, but different. Right. Yeah. It's not like I have this person and you're not everything they could be. That That's not it. I'm, I'm you know, I, I feel like I'm very lucky because I have two people that I love very much. And I, I don't see my life without them. And, and, you know, whatever God that exists, God forbid that one. But should they take that person away, it, it'll be a very sad point in my life. You know, but I, I'm very blessed. Well, yeah. Not only are you loving two people, but two people are loving you. Right. I think you, know, you get the abundance of love. Ah, more more than two people love. <laughs> we love you, bitch. Well, we don't no, know. You we don't know. We, we don't know, sir. But we, we love, sir. <laughs> we love, sir. We love, sir, and their doings. On that note, um, sir, uh, where, where can, we where can find they find you? I guess or find us. Well. I mean, so talking tipsy Instagram. Yeah. Well, no, that's us. But <laughs> yeah. do you have any other account that you want to promote? No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, she's like, no, no. Uh, but you can definitely find us on talking our tipsy pod at gmail.com. So send us emails, send us questions, your thoughts. Are you... Yeah. What do you guys? Think? If you I feel like the energy here is bombilating, so I feel like we're gonna get a lot of inquiries. I can't. Sir I, can't. I, I know. Sir, we're getting sir. lots of inquiries. It's it's happening. Yes. Uh, so send us if you have any. If you want to argue about what Sir brought up on the episode, yeah. and you disagree. And you're just like, Tell no, us. Bring it to them, not me. 
in to any us. Ways. Bring it to us. We will talk about it. Sir will not give three fucks. This is my life. And if you care that much about me. Pay my bills. <laughs> Can you pay my bills? Can you pay, pay my, my telephone bills? bills? Can you pay, pay my, my automobile? I don't think you could. So you and me are through. And you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> At Talking Tipsy Pod. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube account at yeah. Talking Tipsy Pod again. Um, so, yes, you can find us next week. We're going to continue with this discussion. Yeah, from the angle of jealousy. Angle of the open relationshiper. You guys will find out on the next episode of Talking Tipsy. Ew. Yeah.